you live. Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, this is Holstera. Uh, not going to be Holstera anymore. Uh, my name's Ron Holstein, and I'm running for sheriff. I, uh, I've been living in Pasco County since about 2012. Uh, when I moved here, it was a much different place than today. It, uh, it has actually gotten significantly worse. And uh, I wanted to share some things with you, the viewers, uh, as well as uh, the wonderful people of Pasco that still care and want to make a change. Um, we can. All you have to do is put your foot forward and start marching in the direction. Well, today I start marching in that direction. We have had this western side of Pasco has been plagued. Um, for too long with crime the homeless population has exploded uh, basically if you've lived anywhere near or even driven near 19 and 52 or anywhere down 19 from 52 to 54 uh, make that same drive down 41 from 52 to 54 and then you tell me what you would do about it because I live on the west side. And this is not a community that I want to raise my children in. They're not safe. And not enough is being done to make it right. So I've got some examples I'm going to put up in this video. Um, the regular host, Iceman, usually we're sitting here side by side talking. But uh, Iceman, can you pull up the video uh, along Highway 19? Now, I found this jewel on YouTube when I was doing some research because I've actually been working with a few homeless coalitions in Pasco. I just came from a meeting. Some say uh, that driverless cars are the future. And San Francisco... Yeah, that's not the video. All the back. Some say that driverless cars are the... That's not the video the misery in Florida. This county's OD rate... You can actually take me out of it. Now, I do want to give a word of caution to anybody that might have little ears nearby. The gentleman in the video is from Miami. I believe that's where he said he was from. And he actually travels around uh, the nation, I believe, because he said he does this in California as well. Um, he does have a mouth on him. Uh, be forewarned that any of the adult language uh, it contains might be offensive. Um, but let's roll the video. It's one of the highest in the state. Unless somebody's welding around here, the smell of acetylene is overwhelming. So this is what looks like a, a makeshift homeless camp here on the side of the road. That's on the side but of the for actual For some reason, road. there's... Oh, you can go ahead. You can play. A lot of boxes here. Not sure why. Um, but you can also denote there's clothing items. There's food items. And drinks. Uh, there's also a towel here. So this is definitely somebody that for some reason has been dragging all this garbage into this little area here. Perhaps they're living in here somewhere. Nice, man. Can you pause it for a second? All right. Now, one of my major concerns with all the waste you just seen, and it's it's going to get worse. This video proactively travels throughout Western Pasco um, and shows other ones. Now, I can say I grew up the son of a farmer on a farm in Denellan, Florida, just north of here. And I can tell you, I was taught to respect the land. Anyone that cannot respect the land, I cannot respect. If you were choosing to live in the woods and you were using the natural resources that were provided, why do you, why do you destroy it? If you were capable of dragging the drugs, the debris, alcohol containers, if you were able to carry it into the woods... You should be able to carry it out of the woods. That doesn't even get into the syringes and the hazmat situations created by uh, fecal material uh, left in these woodlands that, you know, our kids could be out for a walk or our dog could run off into the woods and get into that. And now we all have to pay the consequences as an American taxpayer. Um, now, I, go ahead and hit play. And for some unexplainable reason, there's a whole entire mullet here. And you see a lot of bottles as well. It's just about everywhere. 
guy. So there's like a homeless camp back here. Now this is extraordinarily dangerous. And usually these homeless camps, um, if you're caught trespassing by the people that are dwelling here, there's no telling how far they could take it. Uh, let's take a look at what we see. Obviously this is a huge camp. So this is an established camp. This isn't something brand new. This has already kind of been here. And there are homeless people out by the road and by the gas station right now, right across the street. Most of the time being near a lake in Florida is a good thing. However, that that right there here being near a lake, just that right there is a public waterway or a, a pond. Uh, but regardless, the trash and debris is now being dumped into. And you can see right there you have a uh, shopping buggy. Um, all that's just thrown into our natural resources. That water will seep into the ground and into an aquifer that someone one day will drink. I don't want it to be me and my family. It's it's time time for a change. Uh, let it play. Means a place where people can bathe. This is a spray paint can, um, and that is one of the methods people use to intoxicate themselves. It's very dangerous. It's very poisonous. And it's very detrimental but you can see here a spray paint can and this is one of the one of the poisons you could call it that people use is perhaps looks like part of a syringe maybe not sure you can see there's like a trail leading through here so this is a camp here i mean this is uh a homeless camp obviously by the size of it it's a very common one you can see there's mattresses people have dragged over here and um, if you look through this stuff, you can definitely see signs of addiction. Uh, spray paint cans, part of needles. So clearly, use is going to go hand in hand with homelessness a lot of times. Um, but just looking through the stuff that's out here, you can kind of get clues of what activities go on here. Okay, so we move this way. There's kind of what looks like furniture here. Now there is a gas station to the right of us. A lot of times in the daytime, they're going to go out and beg or, you know, whatever, try to get their money, try to get their hustle. So during the daytime, these camps are going to be empty. This one here is pretty large. You got to be real careful not to stumble on people because you're in real close proximity to a lot of stuff here. It's really hard to tell if there's somebody in here. This is a preferred method of poison for a lot of people because they can steal these from people's garages and sheds and then use this as a very dangerous and very toxic high. So this is just more signs of how people are poisoning themselves out here. The fact that there's a lot of spray paint cans back here. Um, there's also a lot of batteries. Now the batteries are used to make uh, what's called a shake. Um, which is basically uh, a homemade meth, basically. <laughs> Some of that's not interesting. A holographic Pokemon card. This. How do you know if there's not somebody wrapped inside of that? I mean, it looks, it doesn't smell bad, right? Correct, Matt. But how do you know there isn't somebody just wrapped up inside that? Um, that That's my fear. This is I, absolutely look, terrifying. If they can dump, yeah. If they can dump all of this back there, there's no telling how many dead bodies may be back here in different parts of the county. Any Look, people can go back there. Obviously, it's off the beaten path, Not, but you can see businesses and houses right through the woods. So if you have, which we do, a large population of sexual predators in Pasco County, then you know that there's some of them that are also living in the woods. And I've proven that by, for some odd reason, the predator tracker shows them living in the woods. I don't know how you register as a sex offender living in the woods. But regardless, um, if they were to go out and kidnap somebody and bring them back here, they could brutalize them. That is not okay. These places need to be cleaned up. If there was people that need help, there are places here in Pasco County. Like I said, I just left the meeting. Um, there's tons of pamphlets on it to where there's resources for Pasco County citizens. Another, now, do not take this as me personally attacking the sitting sheriff. 
because I understand that not only is this the sheriff's department's issue, this is also the city council's issue. This is an issue for everyone that lives in Pasco County, whether it's West Side, East Side, or Enthus Center. I have no ambition to run for city council, but I was a police officer. And I do believe that with the right applications of the right policies, we could turn this all around. We can get the individuals that want help, help. The individuals that don't want help and they just want to be out there smoking dope, that's fine. Let's lock them up. Either you want help or you're part of the problem. That's where we need to go. Go ahead and hit play, Iceman. Thank you. The amount of clothes here is kind of overwhelming. And you see signs of just kind of like the same thing repetitively over and over as far as the products are in the garbage here. Batteries, which again, we know how they use that for. Women still have their needs, so um, you're going to see a lot of artifacts mostly related to women out here. Definitely sad to see that. When you think about the specific needs of women, and as a woman, being in these environments, you're more vulnerable. Um, it's really sad. Um, you're also going to see a lot of batteries because they'll use like electric fans and stuff. But for the most part, a lot of these batteries are, um, you know, you have um, bottles like that, batteries. All this would indicate that somebody's been making meth here. Um, what's known as a shake and bake bottle. So that's why you see so many batteries everywhere. I mean, there's just batteries scattered. You don't even have to look far to find batteries. They're just scattered everywhere. We're going to also tread very lightly and carefully because I've seen camps like this where people will set up booby traps. Obviously, the smell of all... 110%, Matt. And everything else here is pretty much overwhelming. Yeah, look at the beauty of this lake. Um... This is just interesting because this is a beautiful setting to wake up to. This isn't exactly an ugly thing or an ugly place. Um, it's beautiful, actually. But when all that stuff gets washed yeah, into that lake, I hear people approaching. It's going to cause a mess. Once again, that would be another reservoir completely polluted and unusable. Um, okay, go ahead. On the front of the homeless camp, there's a stop work order on the front of this business here. All right, guys, so probably time to get going now. Um, but uh, this is just uh, this is this is Pasco County out here. This is uh, Pasco County, Florida. We literally are three commercial business lots over and there's an, already another homeless camp. So basically all of these empty lots here are homeless Almost camps. Almost all of them. Looks more elaborate. We're going to have to be, again, <coughs> very careful and make sure that, um, yo, yo. We have to be very careful coming in here. Um, there's a decoy person here. So if you're looking from far away. You can see there's a decoy person over here. Now, we're not going to go inside the camps because I do respect. Um, there's people here, lots of people, so we got to be really careful. Um, let me ask them if it's okay if I record. Um, there's a lot of people here. They end up telling him lots no, that he's not allowed to record, but you can see the stuff out in the wild. Just keep in mind, I, I want to stress this to everybody. There is no room... For vigilantism. Those people inside of those tents, that tent is a, technically an extension of their person. By destroying it or going inside of it, they have some laws that they can also use. For your safety, do not enter these places. These places should be entered by law enforcement officers doing courtesy walkthroughs, making sure that people are safe in those environments. Not sure if he finds another one or not. You have hundreds of people living in homeless camps in the world.
Yeah, he's gonna go down by our uh, our beach. There's people hanging out and stuff. Load of hat, bro. <laughs> Load of hat, man. Oh, good, man. We gotta go. We're working, man. But I just I saw the hat look cool, man. <laughs> All right, man. Love me, considering that I've done nothing but highlight. Please understand the city here in the woods. And this right here. Well, not that particular one. But I want to show you guys one of the largest camps in the county. Hold up for a second. Now, I'll tell you, Two. one of the biggest issues on top of that is more along the lines of it's not just the homeless. The businesses up and down 19 for the majority look dilapidated, like they have not been painted or maintained since the 60s. I don't understand that. I would hope that we would all want to live in a community where all the businesses have some sort of pride. They they clean up their businesses or landlords. I, can, I mean, I'm, it's not on the local business. It's actually on the person that owns the land. You have a lot of landlords in Pasco County. I, I Yeah, I got to be on my P's and Q's that believe in taking people's money, but never taking care of the property. You have them that don't repair ACs and they go bad. So the people have to do things. The front of the building, that's totally on the landowner, the parking lots. They're all, they're all dilapidated. They need to be cleaned up. If you want a cleaner environment, clean it up. And if there isn't already policies on the books that would allow you to go after the land or owner to improve it, then I think there should be. And that's another discussion for another time. Um, but all in all, it was, it's pretty bad on the West side. Oh yeah, that's up there at Hudson beach. Play that. Our homeless people that live right in the woods in here. Uh, the last time I was out here, I could hear them talking in the woods. So here on the left by the shopping cart is there's a little camp in there. Now the entrance is looks like really oh crap. There's that maintenance oh, I was talking about. Really well guarded kind of you know, but there's there's a lot of homeless people in this little area. Graffiti everywhere. Lots of homelessness on here. A lot of times people that live out here, they got to go to sleep hungry unless somebody helps them. It's really sad what happens in these places back here. Um, the situation here between Newport Ritchie, Hudson, it's really sad. And most of the homeless camps, you're not going to see them. So I say there's no real, real way of telling how many people are homeless because a lot of these people came from other states. A lot of these people are hiding in the woods they don't have id i've talked to them a lot of them don't have an id they don't even have a way of getting back to normal they don't have they may not have an id people here being with the mcdonald's nearby they can get help easier um, so here's the thing about this particular location now those in Pasco County that do know me, because I've been a business owner here for several years, um, I've been a tax man. So after law enforcement, it was time to throw my hat in, on the hook and go be a tax man for a little while. And that particular location at the corner of 19 and 52 is kind of special to me because that's where my business was located for several years. Now, I can tell you that the people at 19 and 52, nine out of 10 times, they're not even homeless. They actually live in the homes behind that corner. And then they walk out dressed raggedy and go beg for change. Now, being in that plaza for so long, I was able to witness several people that actually were homeless. The individual that you find in the back of your business curled up in a blanket behind a dumpster. If you want to give those individuals a blanket to stay warm or go buy them a meal, 
that that I could see I've done it. But you don't hand $20 bills out the window, $10 bills, because as you've seen, a lot of them will just use the ingredients for either drugs or alcohol. Never just never. Yeah, just go ahead and play the video. Some more of that business maintenance. Just a pressure washer would make that place look brand new. That is true. The people are angry. I would say I feel pretty pretty comfortable in saying that we the people are pissed off and it's time for a change. Um, now, I want to go over a few facts because Bay News 9 did a wonderful... It is very sad. Yeah, I, But we have to get a plan and simply not enforcing laws isn't it. So I do understand that apparently we had a problem with one of the prosecutors that refused to prosecute any homeless people. I believe that's where this came from. So when that came, from what I've observed, it's almost like a hands-off. The issue with going completely hands-off is when you do that, they now feel a role of entitlement. I've literally watched them knock on deputies' windows at red lights begging for change. That's offensive. Very offensive. And it shouldn't happen. But yet it does. Um, so some of the facts. Uh, they believe there's 350 to 400 homeless people in Pasco County. I think we have that many in western Pasco alone. And this is not a segregated problem. This is a problem that is on the east side of Pasco and the west side. Uh, there is some in the north all the way across, but as you start to get down into Land of Lakes, Trinity area, you know, when you see the houses go from 220,000 to 1.5 million, there's a big difference. Everything's clean. I've never, ever seen a homeless person in Land of Lakes or Trinity. I just haven't. And that don't make any sense to me. Because if I was homeless and living in the streets, trying to make cash or money or anything like that, I would go where the wealthy people are. That's what I would do. Because they're going to actually have pocket change like a $100 bill. Over here, yeah, I've maybe got a tenner, $20. So, with that being said, there are 62 confirmed encampments in the county. Just like you just seen in that video. 62 there absolutely could be a job created for them. Literally, cleaning up the woods. You go over there, you put a giant dumpster down, and you say, hey, you get minimum wage, clean it up. You know, um, there's that. There's that. There's plenty of options. I know I, I just said at one of the most interesting homeless solution meetings ever, where it was literally both sides. One, uh, heartfelt and compassionate, the other side they're mad because they're taxpayers and nothing is getting done I can understand both sides of the argument and like I said the individuals that do need help I am on board 110% with getting them help but if they don't like I have seen so many at that corner of 19 and 52 do not want it I've even done taxes for homeless people thanks to the stimulus they, they have to file for it just like you did, and then they all got it, okay? Um, they wasted all that money. They got 1200 600 and then a $1,400 check. None of it, none of it went towards bettering their life, and it, it, it really kind of hurts a bit. So the homeless population here, it is all ages. I've just heard a story this evening um, 
about a, a 90 year old being homeless. Uh, it does happen. Apparently their family uh, said, yeah, I want you to come live with me here in Florida. So they sold everything they had and moved to Florida. Well, then the relative threw them out. So now they're homeless. It's wild. But in the meantime, there's a couple other issues I want to address. Let's see if we can get the Iceman. I'm not even sure if we have videos for the other two. I can just talk about them. Bear with me one second. Usually you write all this stuff down and give it to the media. Not much of a writer, more of a talker. But now, oh, Iceman, you got the video of my cars being hit? I didn't get them downloaded. Okay. So, here in, once again, Pasco County, uh, traffic seems to have been placed almost solely in the hands of the Florida Highway Patrol. Um, they handle speeding, crashes, and old enough. But this is why I say that. Being a former police officer, you fill out what they would call a short form. It takes a very short amount of time, uh, about 15 minutes, and you could hand it to both parties involved. Boom, take a 10-8, which means go back and patrol, and patrol your city. Okay, It doesn't take any time at all. Well, I had an incident where I woke up. My daughter walked outside, climbing her new Camaro. I got her to drive to school. And she goes, Daddy, my car's wrecked. And I was like, oh, baby, somebody scratched it. Daddy will fix it later. She goes, no, Daddy, car's messed up. So I walked over there, and sure enough, the whole side of my Camaro had been slammed in, and the Camaro was sitting semi-sideways. And my Lincoln Navigator was pushed about 12 inches back. If you know how heavy a Lincoln Navigator is, that's a heck of an impact. So I went back and watched my security footage. At about 5 o'clock in the morning, an individual don't know whether he was drunk, high, or texting, or just plain stupid, swerved off the road, completely sideswiped and totaled my Camaro, and then did a nose plant directly into my Lincoln Navigator, totaling it. To add insult to injury, the individual drove away, meaning it was a hit and run. I contacted the non-emergency number because obviously the individual was gone, and I was met by a dispatcher notifying me that it is their policy to not respond to non-injury accidents. And I reiterated the fact to the young lady that it was a hit and run. I need a report to be made. Well, she said there's no deputies available. You'll have to contact FHP. Well, I contacted FHP, and they advised me that they were at least three days behind. They would not be able to come to my house for three days. Luckily, in those three days, one of my neighbors happened to know who the individual that hit my car was. And I was able to, thankfully, get their information and hand it all into the insurance. But you know what? Still to this day, well over a year later, you know, nobody ever responded. Nobody ever came. As a tax-paying citizen, that should make you angry. If you call the non-emergency number for the sheriff's department with something that somebody committed, I would consider a pretty heinous act. Because let's say, let's say I didn't have great insurance. Two of my cars just got totaled, and I'm completely out of pocket. And that person will get away with it. Even though I had them on camera. That's messed up. If you were working paycheck to paycheck to keep those cars on that road and had minimum coverage insurance and you got hit on a hit and run, you're not getting you're not getting assistance. As a taxpayer, that should make you angry. Very angry. Um, there's no reason why we have to use state resources when we have local resources we pay taxes for. Let's see. Now, in the meantime... Apparently, the uh, as court documents state, in Pasco County, we used to have, we called it intelligent-led policing. 
it's kind of a scary cross between uh, targeting people and help me out, Ice Man. What was the name of that movie? Minority Report. Yeah, Minority Report. Um, basically, if their algorithm that they use deems that you might uh, commit a crime, they will stop you. They will legally search you. They will even take you to jail. There is Now, do not quote me on that. You can actually look it up. It's very simple. Um, I personally call it predictive policing because when you're policing people that have not yet committed a crime, that is what I call wrong. And hopefully they're right. And in the court documents, it actually shows that they're no longer using it. But the fact that it was thought to be a good idea in the first place, I'm sorry, but no. You got a video for that? Yeah. Go ahead. For the misery in Florida. (laughs) Not the video. All the back windows are all shut down. What? and he's sick of Pasco. He can move. Hello, Sheriff's Office. Good, how are yourself? Yeah, how are you guys doing tonight? We're doing good. It's my boss just going home. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Am I in trouble? No, we were just going to go do check on him. So we were waiting for him to get home. <laughs> Don't Why am I going to It's not about your charge. It's about your. It's, it goes deeper than that. It's about your network, who you associate with, you your probation. You have a lot of involvements in history with people that commit crime. I'm not saying you are doing that, yeah. right, but consider us a, like a, a mini PO probation officer, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I had scared because I had my test to go to Antwerp on Friday. And I'm like, hey, well, I'll give it the good old knowledge knock for some of y'all chances, like sleeping here or some shit. Sheriff's office. You need Rio? Yep. She's nice, I promise. Hey, Ralph. Just come and say hi to Rio. Is he home? Yeah. No, he's yeah. uh, with his mom. You need Rio? Yeah. Uh, officer, want to talk to you, Rio. We're just here to say hi to Rio. Hey, Rio, what's going on, buddy? Might we should chat for a couple minutes? Happy New Year. 2020. Hey, Kaylee, come talk to me again. If you want to talk to me through the window, that's fine, but come talk to me for a moment. Kaylee! You're about to have some issues. Come up to the window and talk to me if you want to keep the door closed. What? Okay, well, How if he's not here, then show us that he's not in his room. Okay. But I've already said that he's not in his room. I'm not letting... I have to see for myself. Do you want me to open up his window or something? No, I need to walk through here. You're 19 years old, correct? Why does that matter? Because you're an adult and you live here. Okay, you don't live here, so you can shut off and go yeah, back there, okay? Wow. Because you're interrupting me while I'm trying to talk to his sister right now. Are you his brother or sister That's or his sister. mom? I'm his oh, great. How old are you? Yes. How old are you? 22. Okay, so you can let us walk through right now and make sure he's not here and in compliance with his probation, or I can throw both of you guys a citation for not having numbers on the house. What do you what want to do? What does that even mean? Numbers on the house? You don't wow. have an address on 
See, uh, I think I'm starting to think about why they didn't want to come out for my accident report. They were too busy. Now I see why. Either the mailbox what? or this house. Is that a black mailbox? Yes, we do. We have our address on our mailbox right mailbox? now. On the mailbox? On the other side. No, I'm informing you what's going on because right now you're obstructing my investigation for okay, a probation is check. It, is it, do you have to walk through what the do you, house? Do you yes, I do. Because I need, he's supposed to be here. It's okay, 8 o'clock at night. You have to be rude about it. Make sure he's not here. Okay, I know that, but I'm saying, like, okay. you know, we can let you in if Listen, you, like, you have a very you strong, strong attitude. Yeah. You, I don't care if I you do, because but you're very, like, like, yeah, rude. Okay, he's sure, I'll walk rude. in. Thank you. You need to step out of the car. I'm not getting out of the car! You are under arrest. You have to I'm get out of the car. I'm not getting out of the car! Get off of me! Get off of me! Get off of me! I'm fine. I just want to get the kid safe before I do anything. Get off of me! Get off of me! Get off of me! Get off of me! Basically, fled from me when I got out. we receive from our sheriff's office from the top down is to go out there and every single violation that that person commits to enforce it upon them. So we have people like code enforcement specialists, traffic enforcement specialists, yeah, DUI specialists. Family that had nothing to do with that. Well, that's not totally true because... Well, you because he was affected with it. I was. You came after the homeowner. Right. Not my son. If you had a problem with my son, that's, right. that's the, a whole separate thing. The, the goal... Right, but you understand that when it's a child like that, our goal is to get you to do something to keep your kid from stopping committing crime. You get what I'm saying? I know you probably feel like you're targeted, and I and I would have no other response than to tell you that that was probably the case whenever the whatever happened with that code enforcement thing. I don't know. I'm quite sure somebody said this this particular household has somebody who's a criminal living at it. Please go there and make sure there's no violations. But that's I I, I, I don't think it is. I I did. Y'all pissed off like me now? Hang on. Pause it for a minute. I want to go ahead and say one thing about that last interaction. Regardless of how unsatisfied you are with a police officer, a sheriff's deputy, a state trooper, or a federal marshal, or anything, on the side of the road is no place to fight with the police. If you have a fight, take it to the courtroom. Let your lawyers do the talking. You are going to do nothing good for yourself by fighting with a police officer on the side of the road. Comply. Go to jail. And if it was a wrongful arrest, like some of these were, they get paid. It's a mistake. It happens. But never, ever fight with law enforcement. It's never going to be good for you. You're only going to get hurt. Go ahead.
the whole family, the whole family came outside. She was getting my face. She was getting my face. She was grabbing my face. She was grabbing you. She was getting my face. That's fine. That's fine. Why did he just do that to her? I didn't know. I'm not in there. Stay right here with me. So hold on. What you gonna do with my granddaughter? We're gonna call CPR now. For what? Put the phone down. TD, you need to get here. They taking all of us. Can I get some shoes? We'll get you some shoes. Put your hands behind your back. I didn't even do nothing to him. Put your hands behind your back. I didn't do nothing to him. You didn't have to do all this. I put my hands in front. Nope, they're going to go behind you. But my shoulders is messed up. All right, we'll get to it if we need to. Okay. They taking uh, Coriana to... Hold on, can my neighbor come and get her? Uh, we'll, we'll check your neighbor out. Demaria. 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 Stop. 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 Now, that exactly last video, in the officer's defense, in law enforcement, there's a thing called incarceritis, and it always happens whenever we put the handcuffs on. Suddenly, they can't feel their legs. I, I've i literally had people, the minute you put the handcuffs on, they just start screaming. I, it, it, They need to go to the hospital. They, it, certain people believe that if they go to the hospital, it automatically circumvents them going to jail. No, you're going right after you get checked out at the hospital. Regardless. Do not fight the police. They, even though they were, they might have been using that policy and targeting people. I have no idea, but the evidence is kind of damning, and uh, yeah, I can see why they didn't respond to my call. Um, but court documents show it's no longer in use. Unfortunately, uh, I think it's gobbled up too much of Pasco already. Hang on a minute. Let me go over everything. Oh, and this is my favorite. This has to do with some wonderful uh, city council members. Okay. So, y'all remember, if anybody, Live PD was a huge success. They absolutely loved Pasco County. They were coming back to Pasco every single show. It, it didn't matter. Most of the show was spent in Pasco. Why? Because it is so wild here. Showed you that in the first part. Okay? It was being exposed. Well, the city council said that it might be showing Pasco County in a negative light. I would argue that nobody is shining a light brighter on the situation that is actually taking place here. All those live PD interactions, most of them were on Western Pasco, up and down 19, because it's like the wild, wild west. So, it's a, it was, it was good. For the people that lived here, we knew it was like that. Apparently, the city councilman, don't use 19, they use 41 to get back and forth to work. Um, anybody that knows this area, any of my personal deputy friends will tell you that that area is called zombie land because there's so many people just out of their minds on meth, heroin, 
uh, mostly fentanyl. Um, and they're just wandering around. So I would say put Live PD back in Pasco. If we do have an actual budget issue, which I haven't had a chance to actually go through the budget, and I'm pretty sure I'll never get the full in-depth breakdown of the budget unless I win. But I'm not seeing it. We, we, we have to change because of the direction this county is going in. We will be Philadelphia. We will be San Francisco in a heartbeat if this is not addressed. We have rules and laws for a reason. Let's use them. And if Live PD, while I know it's no longer in existence, but there's a variation of it, wanted to come back to Pasco County and I was sheriff, I would agree to it. Why? Because I know for a fact they're not doing that for free. They're putting money into the county when they're making that show, which means we would be able to hire more deputies. We would be able to hire more code enforcement officers. At that that particular homeless meeting I went to, there was code enforcement officers that just kept saying we can't. And when you ask them why, it's because their numbers are so low. Like code enforcement was saying that they only had like one for the west side of up here in Hudson. That's insane. One for like 25,000 people. Yeah, I would say they're understaffed. But if... Yeah. Regardless, this video speaks for itself. I wanted to put it together in a nice little bundle. Tomorrow, my Facebook will be going live. Uh, tomorrow, a lot of the social media, the TikToks, those will be going live. Because I feel like I want to be a part of everyone. If you have input... Or constructive criticism, not just flat out bad mouthing. Then you can feel free to reach out to me. Uh, I'll be releasing on this platform as well as uh, Facebook. I'll be giving you ways to communicate, talk to me. I was supposed to have a meeting this morning that would have given me uh, the chance to do that. But we will also be doing live questions if if you have a question for a uh, person running a campaign i would like to hear from you if you have questions about ways we can make this better or things that we need to address i would absolutely love to hear from every single one of you pasco county taxpayers every single one of you because i want to be a man of the people i've been i've worked over here with thousands of residents already and i can tell you that's the person I am. I want to sit down across from you and talk. Or if I can't do that, if you're not able to leave the home, maybe we can do a Skype or something like that where I can get to know you as a person. I want I want to do that. I want to get back to what this nation used to be. The nation was we the people put people in office that remember we the people still matter. Now, I'm not a politician by any means. I understand, but now now registering to run for a sitting sheriff, um, that makes me a politician. I'm a blue-collar guy. I work just like everybody else. I like to come home. I'll drink a, a beer. Miller High Life, by the way. No Bud Light around here. Um, but I will also say this. The number one thing said by sheriffs when the other guy starts running is you keep in mind, if I get fired, you're all coming with me because he'll fire you too. That is a ridiculous statement in 2023. The amount of police officers that even want to do the job are so impossible to find that firing an entire department would be completely unreasonable. The only one that goes is the guy that made the decisions. The rest of you as long as you've carried a good clean jacket in your folder, you will be fine. Um, let's see if there's any other topics. Actually, there is one more topic. And uh, 
then I'm going to get out of your all's hair and uh, go relax for the evening. It's been an interesting day. Uh, shoot. Actually, two things. So, that's not what I wanted. Never mind. We're not going to talk about that because it's not what I needed. Regardless, uh, the other issue. People were going to say, well, what are you? Are you a Democrat? No. Are you a Republican? I can tell you I've historically been a conservative constitutionalist and a registered Republican. But in this particular race, I am neither. I, I changed my status to an independent because I believe wholeheartedly that there is no room for politics in law enforcement. Zero zilch. You are granted a rule book with codes and laws. You enforce those. That is it. I don't need to be as a sitting sheriff involved in nationwide politics going on thousands of miles away and have a party associated with that. We need to get back to the basics. I am an individual that cares about my community and where I live, and I want it to be better. I have asked for help from all of the county. I've sent emails. I've went to their offices. Guess what? Nobody ever has time to sit down and talk to you. That's an atrocity. But I want to be the change. And together, we can all be the change. Thank you, everyone. Vote Ron Holstein for the sheriff of Pasco County. Have a wonderful evening.